Drug, drunk, pissy, uh, sipping whizzy while she smoking sticky. Uh, Pumping big pun, so loud, you know the Bronx. Yeah. When we fuck with me, come from them uptown avenues. With them hustlers that make bread, serving more than a bird or two. If we never heard of you, it's nothing to discuss. And life's a bitch that I love to fuck for the rush. Yeah. They don't get it, sack the sad with the bucks. Might as well spend it up, nothing in life's ever enough, huh? If you came from the bottom, none of these niggas wanna rob us. Cause we out here getting money. It's already starting. We are now live on YouTube. Woo! being Crazy Boogie is here, live from Sue's Rendezvous. <laughs> Jada is here, live from the Unicorn Den. Clarence is in the moon. And Treese is here, live and direct from the studio. Justin Treese. Benny Banks will be here whenever he wants to. Because that's, that's what Benny does, and he's apparently making now. That's just how Benny operates. He, he, he just, it, he's just doing a lot. He, he got it in his contract that he can come on the show whenever he wants. And when I grow up, I want to be like Benny. He just shows up shirtless whenever he wants. Whenever he wants. Wild style. Benny's a wild boy. Everybody knows it. Show. You guys got any shout-outs you want to give out? Right now, or congrats, or happy birthdays right now? Um, you know, man, not to be on some bullshit, but shout out to everybody that's out there working, bro. That shit's crazy out there. Uh, I'm glad that I don't have to be outside. But big up to Shout out to you, because you out there. Bro. Yeah, where are you at right now? Where are you at? No, no, no. He's safely in Zeus Rendezvous. He decided to take lockdown completely there. I've been here for 35 days, man. Smelling the couches and the poles. You know what I'm saying? I got my shit down. Yo. I actually want to give a shout out to everybody who has COVID. Um, I've gotten a few friends actually hit me up that they have COVID, them and their families have it, and that they're just trying to survive and stay positive and um stay home and safe because they can't get really any treatment because they don't have a lot of symptoms but they're still scared so shout out to everybody who actually has covid and are either getting out of it and surviving i know a few friends who have survived it as well um i also know a few friends that are dealing with it right now i have a few friends that unfortunately have had family members pass so anybody who's directly dealing with covid everybody on the front lines doctors medical workers grocery stores ups all the delivery services. The delivery services, yes. Well, I was... Whether it's food, alcohol, I mean, necessities, anything. Thank you guys for everything. And stay strong. And this just in, I'm getting reports that there is live, there is a sign that Benny Banks will be showing up today. So, Well, why? Because Benny, it says it on our screen now. He got his juice. He's ready. It's breaking live that he's gonna be here. Um, so yes, I'll second. Hey, Benny's here. <laughs> it's the full house tonight. Benny yeah. Banks is here. The shirt is back though. I, I don't know. You know, 
What happened? Your OnlyFans page got oversaturated because of the no shirt last week? Or did it crash because too many, too many people were trying to get right on? Now, he's not on the clock. He's not on the clock. Yeah, I'm not on the clock. I don't want to give no freebies. I'm that was only got- the first time. The, the first day. No more, no more videos. No oh, more it was videos. a thirst trap. That's all you were doing? A thirst trap for the first time? One deal, one time only? Yeah. Face. I was filming my, my foot thing, my foot video for later, so. Oh, that's, that's what it was. The thing is that last time when we interviewed um, Chickla on Thursday, Thursdays is Benny's day to do his foot show. You know what I'm saying? Oh, that's so, what it is. That's what it is. Okay. That, is there I'm... a special for Benny's OnlyFans on Thursday? Nah, that's uh, the... <laughs> I can't. Full price? Specials. No more Yo, freebies. Let's talk about what there's we're talking about. People there. Eddie said everybody got their stimulus check. Forget y'all. No freebies. No. <laughs> no. Yo. Go ahead. Let's talk about what we're talking about before we went live, man. So we're talking about celebrity crushes. Okay. Right? And... Obviously, it all started with Jayla's obsession with The Rock. The Rock. Jayla- Shout out to Terramana. I finally got my hands on the first bottle of Terramana in New York. I'm so excited. It's the closest thing to tasting the rock, guys. Ooh. Even though it's cultural. Even though it's cultural. It's all good. It's all love for a rock. I smell a hater. He's not from Jalisco, but you know, it's all good. So, Crazy's answer was who? So. You know, I'm a, I'm gonna say I'm gonna stick to my guns. You know, I think Ashanti. I'm gonna split it like similar to what you did when we were doing this shit. I'm gonna split mine between Rihanna on one side and Ashanti on the other side. I feel like they they're the best. We're not allowed to overstep boundaries, so you staying with Ashanti because Benny called Rihanna first. I'm sorry. If I can't call J Lo, you can't call Rihanna. That's not fair. All right, look, we'll compromise, and I'll say that. The Rihanna that I'm talking about is like the post, you know, when she put on a little weight Rihanna, not like the skinny right Rihanna. Now. Oh, like post good girl gone bad. Yeah, like pre Rihanna, I mean post Rihanna and You're then- You're talking about umbrella Rihanna, Ella. No, I think that's oh, who- ben- A little bit more further than that? Yeah, I'm talking about like post uh, Fenty Rihanna, weed smoking in Barbados. <laughs> you know, heavier- Oh, she was getting that good dick. She's eating good, you know what I'm saying? Like she's a little he was definitely eating. Rihanna definitely is gonna be on our podcast now. <laughs> so, but you um, also had to pick a male celebrity, Craze. And who was your answer there? Um, you know, I, I'm gonna say I, I was gonna say Idris Alba, and then you so I'm I'm gonna change my answer. Um, you know, I'm gonna go the other way with this shit, bro. I'm gonna say uh Ryan Reynolds, man. He's a charming guy. He, and he's funny. No? Like I he's feel horny funny, but I like that. That's why one of my questions was whether we were talking about like marriage or like what the fuck. Because if we're it was not that- playing, like we're not killing we're what's that called? Like marry, kill, fuck? <laughs> like we're not playing that. We're we're just right. for all classes right now. I think I'd be I would like to be married to somebody like Ryan Reynolds. He looks like he has a good credit score. <laughs> <laughs> He's really funny. He's funny. I mean, you, you and if all this. fails, we could just make him dress up like Deadpool and make us laugh. That's what I'm saying. He's funny. Now that and Benny's I'm, here, it just Alba. It just Alba. You know, he's a sexy dude. That's so why I, want- I, I said A Rod, Idris Alba, and Leo DiCaprio. That's and then who were your two girls? 
And it was J-Lo and Salma Hayek. That's what so for my boys, my boys are obviously The Rock, number one, God and Glory. Um, and Nikki Jam is my number two. And then for girls, because you guys already took Rihanna and J-Lo, who are obviously the goddesses of all gods, I'm going to go with Shay Mitchell from Pretty Little Liars because she is... Still don't know who that is, but okay. She's That's my girl. I love you, man. Shay Mitchell... <laughs> No, Shay Mitchell will change your life because she has personality, body, face. Like, she is just, oof, everything. So, Benny, give me your guy and your female guy. Guy. Guy and female crush. I have to choose a dude that I have a crush on. You know you have a crush on one celebrity dude. There has to be one. And you can't pick yourself. It could be somebody you admire, bro. You know what I'm saying? Probably Leonardo DiCaprio. Okay, I see. I have to bone a dude. <laughs> I think Enrique is about to join us right now. Damn, I'm really disappointed that none of you guys had like Latino male crushes. Like it's all like white guys. It's really disappointing. I mean, Mark Anthony would. I said, "Hey, Rod, hey, joining us live from the farm is Torres from the City Farms. He's still working out the technical difficulties. So Sorry, we'll give him time. We're in a question. serious debate about." what person celebrities we would join in our fun times. His audio is connecting now. Oh, can't hear him. It's still off. Yo, your mic. Your mic. There it goes. Speak up. Can you guys hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. All right, perfect. <laughs> All the way live from the farm is my man Torres from Now City Farm. Yeah. Welcome to the show, my brother. Uh, we're just the main question we asked all the co-hosts is who's your celebrity female and male crush? You know, Benny was in the middle of saying Leonardo DiCaprio and somebody else. Rihanna, bro. Rihanna. 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 Man, I don't know, man. Um, <laughs> I'm not gonna say Halo like every other guy, I guess. <laughs> I don't know, man. He don't think about that shit. Halo, so, welcome Halo. to the show. Yeah, yeah, I would say Halo. You know, gotta keep it old school. <laughs> <laughs> like if I met Halo, I feel like there's like a fifty percent chance I could hook up with her. She That's likes true. like broke dudes that are kind of yeah. small. <laughs> like, I can dance. So that's her type. Dancers, you're right. Man, you got to take a couple of salsa. That's it. So oh, yeah. shout out to Enrique for joining us. Um, our first question, question is, who is Torres and what is Lao City Farms? Torres. Torres is a Cuban-American raised in Queens. Um, decided to come out here to Oregon to create LCF with my team, which, by the way, we have four people in the team. Shout out to my team. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's uh, definitely me. Um, uh, we were just, um, we decided to come up with LCF as after we came out here to do like more like medical, you know, in the beginning, we were not really like thinking of going all the, all the way wreck and stuff like that. We were thinking just doing more like medical. We started with the whole medical stuff like that. And then from there, 
my wife, Susie, which is also one of the partners here. Shout out to Susie. Shout out to Susie, Mama Suze. <laughs> so you already know. And then she, she had a friend out here that was already established recreational. And she, you know, she started, you know, talking to her about it. Um, then we started getting the whole into, uh, like, getting the whole application for the property. Since it was just, you know, it was a quick thing just to see if you're approved, if your, your property is approved to, do, to even do it. So normally every property that has a reg row is more like commercial, so more of a commercial property. We are more in a residential area, yeah. which it kind of works out on a benefit. But we, we're more in a residential area, so it was a little tougher for us for the reason being that, you know, the whole county and the whole LCC, OLCC is the one that gives you the license to even be able to grow, you know, anywhere. So the OLCC and the county three years ago were not really meeting eye to eye with the whole thing. So there were the OLCC wanted one thing, the county wanted another thing. So it was very tricky for me to even go about it. You know, like we were in the middle of the whole construction. We we're like a hundred grand in, and they're sending me letters saying that I can't even I can't do it no more or something like that. I was like, what the hell? So yeah, we went. We had to go back to the county and fight it. It, it was it was a crazy ride, man. It was it was, it was crazy. Man. Yo, that, it touches on some of the stuff, other, other stuff that we want to talk to you about too, which is like the process and like why you got into it. What my my main question was like, why did you get into um, the cannabis business in the first place? You mentioned like medical that you wanted to get into medical. What was the like kind of your motivation for it? Yeah. My motive. Well, I mean, I've, I've been smoking since I was like fourteen. <laughs> um, I, <laughs> I, I started hustling in the street when I was 14, you know, the whole little bags and stuff like that, just so I could smoke for free, you know, like most of us do. <laughs> and I don't know, man, I just got the whole into the whole butter. I'm, I'm one of those people that like to smoke for the taste, for the smell, just not to just to get high, you know, I, I, I really get into the whole bud. Yeah, yeah. I like to even look, inspect the bud before I even smoke it, smell it. You know, I'm all into that. So, you know, I don't know. I just got curious of how, you know, you could grow such a, you know, a powerful little thing, you know? So I started growing in Queens. I started growing in my apartment. I had like a little small little grow in the closet. Just, you know, nothing big, just, you know, just to experiment. And I, I wasn't successful my first batch. It was horrible. <laughs> it wasn't even smokable. <laughs> I, that shit smells so bad. It, it tastes like shit. But then, you know, um, you know, my second, then the third, I just kept going at it. You know, my electricity bill was was skyrocket. But it was like it was like an expensive hobby. It was just an expensive hobby. You know what I was doing. And, you know, the wife was cool. With it, so I was like, right, you know, let me rock with it. <laughs> <laughs> That's an important, uh, you know, point. having people that are supportive of, of like that, that obsession that you got, that love. Yes. I can't even imagine. Especially what? being illegal out there, you know. So, wifey was definitely had my back since day one. And she's she's been, like I said, she's part of the team. If it wasn't for her, most of this wouldn't happen either, you know. So every 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 team player has put their part to make LCF happen, you know. Oh. What was that transition to 
to go from saying. Well, I'm I'm gonna smoke a little with you with, with craze. I'm gonna smoke, but I'm gonna smoke the good stuff. <laughs> what was what was what that was transition from going from going to doing it in your closet as a hobby, like you said, as an expensive hobby to kind of making that big trend, like that big <clears throat> leap of faith. Because at the end of the day, whether you know it's legal in some states, it's still federally yeah. illegal, I guess you could say. So you're still kind of gambling. How do you like? How did you make yeah. that transition? It, it was a little crazy because, you know, um, like I said, when I came over here, I, I was not thinking of doing the whole recreational thing. I was thinking of more doing it, you know, you know, rec, you know, like more um, medical or, or just black market, just you know, just to grow. But it was a big transition with the whole weather. Because over here, I did more of the outdoor. Over there, I was doing more of the indoor. So over there in New York, you know, it's like you're in an apartment. There's no bugs. There's no nothing, you know. So when I came out here, it was a big, big surprise. I, I ran into a lot of problems, like, you know, bugs, uh, too much humidity, so you get mold. It's things that I was not used to in New York. So I met a lot of challenges over here, a lot of money that I spend, you know, electricity and all that, just trying to learn and adjust to this over here because it was it was completely, completely different. So take us cannabis 101. So if I have like a little farm and I want to do a little outdoor grow, what are some basics you might need uh, to start a nice little, you know, just one plant, let's say, for example? Like if I wanted to grow a plant, I mean, well, you you always need a good, well, you always need a good seed or a good clone that, that comes from a reputable mother, um, and it all depends on the food that you use. Basically, you have a like a your feeding schedule. Basically, I use I'm more of a salt guy. Salts are more like there's bottles of liquids and then there's uh, salts, which is more like a powdered of nutrients that you could use that you dissolve in water yourself. So I'm more of a salt guy. I use more salts than, I, I started with the whole bottle, but it's just more expensive. But if you wanna just start, like as you know, as a newbie, I would suggest you start with bottles that are already, you know, a little more made already for you and stuff like that. But it depends, you just, good soil, uh, good temperature outside, you know, if you don't, if you can't do it outside, you want to do it indoor, you can always get a good light, you know, and a high uh, pressure sodium light. And you could do your own grow, man. It's, it's not, it, I mean, it's, it's difficult if you want to get technical, but if you just want to do something simple, you know, anybody could do it. Praise Boogie. Yo, man, I'm just, this shit blows my mind, you know, because it's something that like, I was out on the West Coast for a little bit and I really didn't get into it. I only knew one person that was kind of plugged into the network of like growing and stuff like that. And, you know, he was a, I must say he's a character. Um, shout out to my man, Danny. He's just, he's an elusive creature. So I wasn't really able to kind of pin down <laughs> questions like that, you know, but, um, but he definitely yeah, yeah. put me onto some, some of the basics that you're talking about, but just hearing you kind of talk about all those the big project um, type grows, that's a different world. You feel me? Like that's a different, completely different animal. And like, yeah. for me, like, I, I always wonder what like that, like was there like 
philosophy on cannabis. You feel me? Like what you, what is your 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 idea behind philosophy uh, behind cannabis? And when it comes to like recreation versus medical, like do you see it more as like some shit you like? You mentioned you fell in love with it, so it's nothing for you more personal. But think about like the medical aspect. I mean. I, I like the, I like the whole recreational because I, I don't use it for medical. I use it, you know, recreationally. So if I'm a grower, I guess I grow it for people like me. <laughs> but I like uh, recreational the reason being that also um, I like the whole large scale growth. You know, like I like growing in, in large portions like that. You know, usually we grow more personal or more medical is you grow six plants per patient and it's more usually smaller growths. Um, I got, I guess you could say I got used to, you know, the bigger grows and I don't know. I just like having a whole bunch of streams and a whole bunch of plants and seeing, you know, at the end of the day, when I go to harvest, you know, you just have a bunch of strains to, you know, to try out and stuff like that. So yeah, I mean, I like the whole recreational better. What was your, uh, what was your first strain? That, the one you said that you fucked up, what was that first strain? Uh, Blue Dragon. <laughs> <laughs> that that shit was like three years ago, man. When I barely got here, I I, I spent so much money, like four thousand electricity, just to ruin it. Wow. Now, yeah, yeah. that that hurts just to hear that. That really hurts. <laughs> I'm telling you, people pay for college. This is my school, you know. I pay electric. <laughs> so my, I mean, for me, like. One of my questions is obviously, you know, we you told us that your girl, your partner in crime, she supports this. She supported it from day one. But, you know, yep. we come from a more cultural background, to say the least. So for that being said, most of our families are either heavily involved or not involved at all. It's like very extremish. So how was your family? Um, in her family, because realistically, you guys are partners now. And as much as you want to say it's just you two, at the end of the day, some way, shape, or form, your families are some way, shape, involved. So how have they been involved culturally, traditionally, um, in background-ish with this? Because now I know there's a thin line between now we're making money and this is a business and what are you doing with drugs? <laughs> so, I mean, like there's a weird dynamic in that. How does that work for you guys? Well, it's funny you say that because my mom is one of the partners. So, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> my mom is involved with the farm. Yeah. She, she's, she's one of the partners. Uh, she's one of the investors. She's she came in and she helped me out. Uh, shout out to my mom. <laughs> shout out to your mom. Because that, that's a lot. That's, that's big. That's yeah. actually really, really big. Yeah. I know there's so many people in our culture that fight that. That, you know, we have to explain to yeah. our parents that this is for medical purposes. Or that's for, you know, it's healthy or it's not what they think it is. So that's a really big deal to see exactly. somebody like your mom not only support you, but be an investor. Yes. Well, you know, I've, she knew I always smoked since young. You know, I used to bother her, but, you know, after a while, you know, she just got used to it. And, you know, since I've always been in the business, you know, since young, in, you know, in Queens, she knew what I was doing. And, you know, she, you know, she got, I guess, used to it. And, you know, like she accepted it after a while. You know, she couldn't fight it. So, you know, uh, the opportunity came where this, you know, over here in the West Coast, 
was opening up doors, which I did not want to go to Cali. The green, you know, everybody Cali, everybody was like, just Cali was the spot. And I, you know, when I heard about Oregon, I'm like, man, you know, I like it because it's more quiet. It's a little more, it's not so many cops, I guess you could say. <laughs> so I brought my mom and one of the trips over here just so she could check it out. And she agreed with it. And we're here three years later. Wow. It's a family run business. Now, take me through the steps. You mentioned clones. There's some people who might not know what that means when you mean when you're cloning from a, a mommy strain. What's that like? All right. That's when you have you have one room where you keep your mothers. Basically, you can have a plan for like two, two, three years if you want to keep that. Let's say you like that pheno very good. Yeah. And you want to keep that strain alive, you keep a room just for the moms, which is basically when you want to flower, when you want to flower, you keep the light on 12, 12, 12 hours on and 12 hours on, on, off and on, 12 hours and 12 hours. When you have a mom and when you're vegging, you keep it 18 hours on and six hours off. That's when you want to continue it for it to, you know, to continue growing. So in the moms, you keep it in the veg in the veggie room, which is always growing. And as it grows, there's small little plants that grow. You know, it's like uh, it's called. Uh, I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I'm forgetting the, the the word that it's called right now. Well, it's like little plants that come out on each little. It's a node. A node. That's what it's called. A node. I'm sorry. It's a node. So every node grows a little plant. So you could actually cut that dip it into a rooting gel and put it into like straight dirt or you could put it into a um an i um an oasis cube and you you know you can you maintain it you know uh with a in a dome with a lot of humidity and two weeks later you have a brand new plant with root so basically that's a clone so you have your moms in in the mommy room you could take out out of one mom it depends how big she is you could take out from 20 to 50 clones, you know, depending on how big the, you know, the mom is. So question? sorry, right. This is just a really silly question. Do you consider yourself a farmer now? <laughs> I consider myself a grower. You could be a farmer's market in the West Coast. You're doing plants. You're digging. You're dirtying. You're lighting. You're feeding. Like you talking to your babies. Like, are you technically like? What do you like? Do you talk you to them. You you have to talk to them, right? You talk to the plants. You thinking about buying any cows or pigs? I, 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 I don't talk to them. I really don't. What I do, what I do do is I while I'm feeding them and stuff like that, I play music. So I guess you could say they hear music. <laughs> but that's kind of like talking. Some people talk to their plants. Some people play music for their plants. Like, but like, what do you can like? What do you consider yourself in this realm? I think you sound like a scientist to me. Do you that's, cry when one of your plants die? Cannabis grower. Cannabis grower. Benny has two questions. Go ahead. I would I consider a farmer more like a, uh, somebody that grows overall vegetables and fruits or you know doing other farm stuff you know i just grow weed so i'm more of a <laughs> do you ever wear overalls while you're planting your 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 weed 
I'm not wearing no overalls, buddy. <laughs> All right. I'll just celebrate your 420. Yo, happy belated 420, by the way. Benny said, how did you celebrate 420? Oh, man, I, I just smoked a lot of weed. I, I actually have, like, so many varieties of strings. <laughs> my personal stash is like this. If you can't see it, there's a big teardrop coming down my eyes. Yeah. Right there. That teardrop right there. This, hmm. this, is the per, this is the personal stash that I, that I usually smoke out of. So you see, like, I have Mendel Breath. Oh, my God. Some, some Wowzer. Guys, I think I found where I want to go shoot next season's episode of Travel. So, <laughs> actually, you guys are welcome to come to the farm whenever you guys want. Actually, we, we want to do something in the farm. So, we got to do it in the fall, though. Hopefully, this corona thing is gone by then. Um, you mentioned indoor and outdoor. Give us the difference between indoor and outdoor. And what, in your personal opinion, is better? I'll bring it back. I got to get a. All right. Um, indoor and outdoor. Outdoor, I would say um, it's a little easier. Outdoor is more, uh, it's sun grown, so you don't have to worry about no electricity or your breaker going off because now your lights are, you know, off and you're, you know, if the lights, you know, the, the lights create so much heat indoor that you need, a, you know, an AC, you need certain fans, you know, it's, it's a lot that you have to, you basically have to mimic mother nature indoor. So, you know, whenever you're mimicking mother nature, that's like, it's almost impossible. You could get close to it, but it's impossible, you know? Right. Outdoor is more like you're, you're, you're just basically feeding it and just making sure you're not running into any problems, like any type of pest that could ruin the plant. But I would say indoor obviously is way better quality. Indoor is where it's at, you know what I mean? It's more taken care of. It's, you're not, it's not exposed to so much wind, sunburn, dust. I mean, bugs, I'm not going to say it's not exposed because bugs always creep up in there, but definitely indoors where the quality is at and in price difference is a big, big difference. Even I would say compared from outdoor to indoor, the pricing will probably be like triple. Wow. Wow. Yeah. What's been your favorite part of obviously like you said you were you're raised out here in new york and queens queens is day and night from oregon obviously i mean it's day and night for me and yeah. i grew up in florida and florida is still very like i get a balance but like oregon and queens is like way two different things what is one thing you miss about new york and queens and what has been your favorite adjustment through the process I would say my favorite adjustment will be the views and the quietness of the the whole, because I'm in the woods. I'm like, everything around me is woods. I don't see my neighbors. I'm in the middle, um, my farm is five acres, so I don't see nobody to pick up my mail. I had to pick up my mail like two blocks away. So I'm like in the sticks. So I like that. I like the fact that it's very quiet, very peaceful, but then again, I'm from Queens, you know, like I'm used to waking up at three in, the, in, in three in the morning with the ambulance and, you know what I mean? The fire trucks passing, but you know, I see you kind of like what you're used to compared to 
Man, it's kind of hard, man. I got both. I got the best of both worlds, man. Just put it that way. <laughs> I got the peacefulness and then I got the craziness because I still go to New York a lot. I still got my apartment out there. I got my family out there. I got my mom, my sister. So I'm always in New York a lot. If, if anything, once a month at least. So, you know, I still get, it, it hasn't been really be, been so drastic for me because I still get both worlds. I was gonna so say, I, you I, haven't I, had I, any like get out moments where it's like, oh no, somebody's coming out the woods or like, you know, like, <laughs> you never had some scary, yeah, I mean, like, super high, just be like, oh no, I hear things. <laughs> Today he I mean, you hear, you hear stories about like, you know, bobcats and, you know, mountain lions and, and bears and all that, but uh, you know, like I haven't, I've been here three years in my property and I mean, I do have six dogs. So I guess that's, that's one of the things that maybe why the animals really don't approach over here, but we do get deers, we get turkeys, we get, you know, stuff like that. I mean, it's nothing crazy. You know, a lot of squirrels, like just like New York, you know, it's, but it's nothing crazy like that. Like I don't, I haven't seen a bear or anything like that. Like I have to be afraid. No, I haven't seen that yet. So <laughs> Hopefully, what I, are the Hopefully I don't. <clears throat> what are the benefits of some cannabis products? Um, because it is recreational and medicinal. Um, mm -hmm. And there's a strong movement to make it more uh, legal medicinal-wise, which it is in a lot of states. What are some of the well, benefits got, that you know of? You got right now CBD, which which is even legal in New York, which yeah. I'm even trying to get Lao City Farms uh, aligned for CBD. Uh, soon we will we'll come up with that and eventually even be in New York. You know, I would like to be in New York. Uh, my whole goal is to even be out in the East Coast to, you know, to come out with Laos City Farms out there. But definitely if you're looking for more like on the medical, you know, side, like if you're looking for more like to concentrate on in pains and, you know, like certain sicknesses that you might have and you're, you're battling, I would say more, lean more towards the CBD. Uh, this is just, you know, it gets you high. So if you have a problem with getting high, a lot of people, I would say my mother, my mother, she takes, you know, certain medications that I've been trying to get her out of. And I've been trying to, you know, get her to the whole, you know, weed stuff and the whole cannabis side. And it just, it doesn't go, it doesn't go good for her. It just, she doesn't like being high. She gets all paranoid, you know? So, you know, if you, if you're more into that, you know, like if you want to use it more for like medical, for pains, for joints, your back pains, if you battling cancer, you know, you want to make it a little bit easier for you. I would definitely, you know, say go more towards the CBD side. Ooh. Is there, I, I know a few friends of mine that like, that have that issue. And I think that when I started, I think that was going to be one of my issues, the paranoia and stuff like that. Are there, because I know they're doing a lot of like research with what it is like medicinal and recreational and kind of the effects and all that. Is there anything on that that causes that paranoia? Is it just a certain strain? Is it just the person? Is it like, what triggers that? It's, from my experience, it's more of the person. If you're not used to smoking, I mean, let's say like me, I'm an I'm a everyday smoker. I can smoke, you know, a whole blunt, you know, to myself, like how I'm doing right now. And I, have, I won't have no problem. You know, I'll be high. I'll be good. But then you got somebody that doesn't smoke every day or smokes once in a blue and takes a little too much, you know, yeah, you're gonna you're gonna run into problems. <laughs> you're gonna have that what that person's gonna be going, it's gonna be flying, it's not gonna be feeling normal, like you know, itself. So 
yeah, you know, you get paranoid. It's like anything else, you know? So <clears throat> people think that the weed business is an easy business. Walk me through a, uh, one of your regular work days for you on the farm. Well, I'm going to tell everybody right now, whoever thinks that they're going to come over here, like how I did, I had the same mentality. Oh, I'm going to go away and become a millionaire. But I'm going to flip this up quick. It's not like that. It's a lot of work. It's hard work. It's, it's a lot of dedication. You know, a lot of people sometimes get lazy to do stuff. You can't get lazy here because the, if the plants, if you don't feed it on time or you don't give it what it needs, when it needs it, it just it won't cooperate with you. So you have to give basically your all in. You know, I have to do every single day in the morning and every single day at night. I got to feed my plants. So if I miss one day, that's stress to my plants. So what do you do when you go on like vacation, when you come see your family in New York or when you want to take two well, weeks off? I have my workers here. So, you know, like I, they, they stay on the schedule and stuff like that. You know, I'm, I make sure that I let them know what's you know needed to, you know, to be every, and you know, because usually I, I'm the one that takes care of, you know, certain things. So if I'm not going to be here those three or four days or a week, I make sure that somebody's going to take care of my, um, <clears throat> you can say my chores, I guess. <laughs> so, you know, I'm, I always make sure everything's on point. What's been the hardest thing about growing? The hardest challenge you've had going from, you know, Queens. Hardest challenge. I will have to say the drying and the curing process. Because, yeah, as you may know that when you grow wheat, you may be growing your wheat for, let's say, one month in the veggie room, right? So that's when you have your lights on 18 hours and you have them all six hours. You know, you grow it for one month. It's looking beautiful. It's like a foot, you know, a foot high. So now it's ready to go to, you know, to put it into flower mode. So now you go and put it into flower mode. You, you turn off your light 12 hours off and 12 hours on. And it takes, usually it takes anywhere from 60 to 80 days to flower a plant, any plant. You know, it depends on what the strain is. Some are a little faster, some take a little longer. So, you, you know, you could be vegging for one month and then flowering for two to three months. And when it's time to harvest, you know, you got to have, you got to have a separate room that is, temperature controlled and humidity controlled at certain levels. You know, growers, every grower is gonna, you know, dry and cure their way. So some might say dry in 50 humidities. Uh, some people might say 70% humidity. It's just whatever your style is. There's different ways to dry and stuff like that. So I can't really give you that, you know, specific of what I do. Recipe. Well, not my recipe, but it's just, you know, it's overall a lot of people dry differently, you know, so yeah. I dry a certain way, but you see, like, I had tried different ways, like, I had tried, I had gone and, and read a whole bunch of forums, and, you know, like, I tried this way, of, you know, to do it, it didn't work out for me, so it worked out for them, but it didn't work out for me, mm -hmm. so it depends also on your temperatures of your room and all that, you know, it's, it's very, very difficult, because, you know, you're growing for three or four months, and you're harvesting, and then all of a sudden your your weed smells like shit. It tastes like shit, so it's non-sellable. So you just wasted four months of electricity. So you know, over here I pay two thousand, two thousand something every month of electricity. So you know, you you, you spend like eight thousand dollars on electricity. Um, you spend your time, 
to, you know, to kiss it all goodbye because basically, you know. So it's like, it's, it's almost like weed gambling at this point. It's like cannabis gambling. Exactly. And that's why a lot of people do not last because a lot of people be like, you know, I failed and then they just, you know, they stop doing it and then, you know, they don't, they don't pursue it. You know, like I have, I have stuck to it and now, you know, thank God that now I'm making money off of it so I could keep supporting, you know, the hobby, you know, basically in the business. So give me some of your, like, give me, I'm going to say five or three of the best strains that you've ever had. <clears throat> well, I'll tell you, I grew this year. The top ones that did in my garden this year will be Scooby Snacks, uh, GG4, which is Gorilla Glue 4. Um, I had some glazed cherry, which did very well. Um, man, what else, man? I had I like 15 strings and I just can't, I can't think about it. All that. right. So for dumb dumbs like me, cause okay. you know, I'm a weird balance of like, I am too much for some people and not enough for others. I'm yeah. on this side of the not enough for others. Um, what does that all mean? Because I remember back in the day where it was like, Kush and sour and let's be done with this. And now there's so many names and numbers and tag titles and series. I feel like I'm scanning things at this point. Like, where do you go with this? That's uh, that's something. That's a different type of. Basically, that's a, that's another story. That's already like, wow. That's already like when you're breeding, you're crossing breeds like different strains, like. I'll give you so an example. Like, like dog breeding. Like, you now you have a Labradoodle. Exactly. Just like that. But in the weed world, it's like, I'll give you an example. Scooby Snacks, the one that I grew in this, this year in my garden, a Scooby Snack. That's, that's a cross from dog walker and cookies. So they cross the two <laughs> strains together, dog walker and cookies. That, that's what, those are separate strains. And they cross Which them together. I don't know which either are. So imagine me knowing a hybrid of it. <laughs> how do they well, come up with the names? They made a hybrid of the Yeah, so like how do they come up with the names? Like how does this like evolve? Because apparently everybody's on the same window. Everybody gets it. They just know. And I just. That's uh, when you need to walk your dog. That's why. Like, well, basically, do, do you know, put it together. One strain is called dog walker. Yeah. And the other strain is called cookies. So, so you know what I mean? Like you're kind of blending the dog with the cookies, you know, and they okay, came but out how do you get dog walker? Like, is it when you're walking a dog, you walk at slow, or is it like, oh, this one makes me crave a cookie? Like, um, it also depends. Also, I mean, let's say if I'm the grower and I created the you know, I created the strain and I want to call it Torres because you know, my name is Torres, yeah, you know, it, it, it's 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 gone with, with it like that, you know. What I oh, mean? so, so it's, it's creative writing for potheads. Exactly. It's just it's, it's carried on like that so much that now that every time they breed this one with that one, they have to come up with a name. And I know what you mean. Before it was hydro, kush, or sour. Now it's like you can't even make up your mind. You go to the dispensary, like, you know, yummy gorilla four five six G to go. COVID nineteen. Yeah. And then you got this. Then you got different phenoms because you got Gorilla Glue 4, Gorilla Glue 12, Gorilla Glue, you know, it's like so many of them, you know, you got different numbers and it was different phenoms, you know, it's, it's, it's that's oh. already a different ball game. That Red Dragon. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that is the one that I. Is you like Red Dragon? One that I was on for a bit, you know? 
Yeah, that was that was fire, man. I, I so, love okay, the for like so so for somebody like who's basic, like what would be? And this is gonna sound really stupid. Um, the closest comparison to like what is a Kush, what is a sour? Like, <laughs> I know this has evolved oh. into a multi mutant power rah, I think, but like, what is the basics of this? You you can't you can't really compare. I mean. If you know, if you're a smoker, like a heavy smoker, you'll know what's yep. what. So you can't really, you can't really compare. I mean, you could you could compare in, a, in a, like maybe in a way of they both taste in the sweet side, or or these three taste more on the gassy side. You know, you could compare them maybe like that. Wine. It's like wine. Like you know, wine. Like wine. You, know, you got a whole bunch of red wines, and you know, one might be a little drier than the other one. Just like weed, weed might might one might be a little bit more on the punchy side. One might be on the gassy oh, side. Yeah, comparing like it to wine. You got you got sativa. You got indica. So it depends on what you like too. Do you like the uplifting kind, or do you like to be smacked? You know, so it, it just it depends on that. That you can pick on what you want. If you want to, you know, be an energetic high, or you just want to, you know, feel, you know, sit on the couch and just watch mad movies, you know what I mean? <laughs> no, and I, I know that um that that Laos City is only available on the West Coast right now. Where where what's the availability for it out there? You know, like what where if I wanted to um, go, I'm in Oregon. Right, right now, I'm in the middle of making sales from my garden, so soon we will have it on you know on the site. Um, with all the dispensaries where you could get your Lao City Farms. That's cool. Yeah, so, we'll have that. Yeah. so what advice would you give someone that's trying to get into the cannabis industry? Wow. Uh, man. They're gonna go for a ride, man. <laughs> 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 you got you gotta you gotta be wow, you gotta be strong in this, man. I mean, if you're a person that cannot you know, do mistakes and you, you don't take mistakes, you know, good. I mean, this is not the business for you. I mean, you, you're going to run into problems. You're going to, you're going to do mistakes yourself. I mean, the best thing I would, I would say, if you're going to get into this, you know, like somebody you know, is going to come out here and do their own business and, and, and do a grow is to pay, pay a, 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 an experienced grower to help them at least their first year to get things up and running and teach them the basics at least. But if you're going to do it just like that blindly, like how I did it, you're going to run into problems and you're going to have to accept that. So we're at the part of the show where we play one word association. So I will say a word and you're going to tell me the first thing that comes to your mind. Then Craze will give you a word. Then J-Lo will give you a word. Then Benny gives you a word. <laughs> <clears throat> My word is... Well, my Lao City Farms was the first thing that comes to mind. <laughs> what was that? Lao City Farms. That's my. What's the first thing that comes to mind when you hear that? Quality. We're all about quality, all the time. Books. Um, my word is uh, Mets. Mets. <laughs> my hometown, nigga, Queens, baby. That's all I have to say. <laughs> Let's not say too much about that. <laughs> oh, by the way, I don't watch sports, man. <laughs> <laughs> Jayla. 
CBD. Medical. Definitely medical. Many banks. Nobody's going to get high for CBD. Okay. <laughs> what you say? Cocaine. What? Cocaine? Cocaine. <laughs> many, bro. Fucking Say no to drugs. Say no to drugs, man. We're going to go around one more time. So my word is Cuba. Cuba. Man, strong people, man. People have been through it all. Crazy boogie. Uh, Cuban food. What? The best. Ooh. I eat it every day because wifey knows how to cook. Oh. <laughs> oh, that's what I was asking you because I wasn't really sure if you had access to that shit out there. Oh, yeah. I mean, what, at home? But not over here? I mean... You'll have a, a Cuban restaurant with you know with a white boy in the back cooking, you know what I mean? Like that that ain't gonna be Cuban food, bro. <laughs> Jayla. Uh, next step. Just the name. What you said? Mine was next steps. Next steps will be to reach to the East Coast. I would like to branch out. But you know, I, I heard New Jersey's on the is being a little more flexible about it and they're, you know, they're putting the whole thing in to see what they go about it. But let's see what happens. Hopefully, hopefully we get loud city farms in the East Coast. Benny. Uh, hairbrush. Brush? <laughs> I, I, I recently just did my dread, so, you know, that's a new journey I just got myself into. <laughs> <laughs> that's a fucking... Exactly what I wanted. Now, for our last segment, I wanted to ask you: Can we bring Susie in on the shot? Is she all right? Definitely. Yo, Ma, come over here. Definitely not uh, talking in the shot, but yeah. <laughs> come on, Susie. We need another girl in here. So I'll. Nah. I'll say the phrase. This is La Cartas contra Torres. So basically, we're copying off a, a, a game, right? Um. You're giving cards. I make a statement, and there's a blank piece. You got to fill in that blank piece. Same thing as, like, one-word association. That's why I wanted to bring Susie in also, so she could do it with us. But um, the first one says, I got 99 problems, but a blank ain't one. What's the blank? Wait, we got to wait for Susie, though. Susie's coming. My bitch is at. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, Susie. What's up, guys? Oh, yeah. I got 99 yeah. problems, but a blank ain't one, Susie. What's your statement? My boo ain't one. My farm <laughs> ain't one. My kid ain't one. Yes. All right. What's my secret power? What's my secret power? Yeah. You're asking me? Mm-hmm. That's you guys. You, you, you. are the only ones answering right now. My the secret power, bro. My wow, as as a couple, as individuals. I mean, are you asking individual? Individual. Individuals. My secret power, I would say, or my skills would be, I'm a grower. Nah, you can't can't really say that. You know, a lot of people can't say that. (coughs) Susie, what's your secret power? I wish I could grow. I can't do it, guys. I can't do it. It's too much. I don't have the patience. Shout out to all growers out there. 
Um, what never I, fails to liven up a party? Weed. Between <laughs> <laughs> weed, you're making a lot of friends, man. <laughs> I guess this Every is a party with you. Susie, what never fails to liven up a party? You agree with that? They're good people. You need good people to smoke good weed, so. Yes. Okay. What will always get you laid? Weed. <laughs> Yo, these are easy questions, bro. Yeah. <laughs> You're making it too easy, man. <laughs> I'm going to have to think about this. <laughs> Susie? Um, yeah, weed. <laughs> and what's that smell? Weed. That loud. That loud. I appreciate it. I want to thank Flores for being on the show. I want to thank Susie for being on the show. Lao City Farms, their uh, cannabis business. That's their brand. That's their logo. That's their label. Yo, and keep being out there, especially like taking that risk, going from what you knew out here in the East Coast, going to the West Coast, breaking barriers, breaking generational cycles, and what we are culturally as Latinos. I know it is a huge... um, kind of shadow about what you do and how you're making money and how you're providing for your family. So what you guys are doing and breaking those cycles and educating and talking about it and showing that it can be growth, it could be um, for the better and having your whole family united in this is a huge step culturally for all of us. So thanks for that. And thank you. During this COVID uh, crisis that we're going through for providing the masses of fucking high quality product that they can fucking <laughs> chill and not be out island. You feel me? Like I appreciate it. Yo, you guys are the heroes too, bro. <laughs> oh, they're uh, essential workers. Essential workers. <laughs> That's not essential. Hey, you know they they're not they're not closing the dispensaries out here. No, it's like the liquor stores in New York essentially needed. Two businesses oh, yeah. are driving exactly this point. It out here too. is liquor stores and dispensaries. Um, yeah. It helps you <laughs> and craze with his hookah. So I want to thank Susie again for coming on, even though she didn't want to come on. I was cooking, guys. I'm literally cooking. You guys caught me in the action. <laughs> Benny, it's you got some no, Benny don't got nothing to say. Now we know season six. Season the six. Travel, the travel season. We're going to Oregon, y'all. Definitely. You guys are definitely invited. Whenever you guys want, you're more than welcome. Mi casas to casas. Thank you for coming on. We'll see you guys not next Tuesday, but the Tuesday after that. So if you got that statement, next Tuesday is the 28th. We're skipping a Tuesday. We're off. I'm giving everybody a vacation. How are we taking a vacation during vacation? <laughs> well, it's my father-in-law's birthday on April 28th. So ah, bueno. Yeah. Don't, don't use vacation time as an excuse, my friend. When it's a family obligation, don't play yourself trying to oh, use it's a, it. For me, I'm looking <laughs> forward to it. You know, <clears throat> I haven't seen my family. I see my brother on the show. Um, and I see my family through FaceTime. And my wife, uh, my in-laws live close by. We haven't seen them in like four weeks. So I'm looking forward to it. Uh, it, it, it family time is good, especially during these times. Oh, yeah. Tough, we'll try to wifey. 
It's tough, man. Yo, go take walks and shit, bro. Stay healthy. Stay healthy. healthy. Look, Benny, for you. <laughs> bro, I feel like doing, like, we'll see you when we get back, man. See you all. Bye, y'all. Thank you all, man. Keep rocking the show, man. Thank you so much. You got it.